Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Digital Masters Podcast. Today I have Cindy Flynn. She runs a professional law firm, and we're gonna be talking about the best ways to market your professional firm and to grow your business, specifically with networking groups like Provisors, and how to use speaking engagements in social media to spread the word about you and your company. All right, let's get into it. Hey Cindy, thanks for being on the show today. Hi, Stephen. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, no, of course. And uh, yeah, I just, I, you know, I, I'm improvisers with you. Um, and I'm always, I'm just, a, a, I'm always observing people. And I've been guesting a lot at, at different uh, places. And every, the one thing I did notice is that you were in all those, all those uh, sessions as well. And so that, that really stood out to me. And I just noticed you like, you just have a very specific or you're very you have a lot of intent in terms of like how you're using provisors you're all over the place i think you're in three different groups is that right yes and then <laughs> and then right. outside and then outside of that there's a something else you're involved with too isn't isn't there oh or, yes there's quite a few things i'm involved with um when i started my own practice seven years ago i was involved in 16 different networking organizations right oh. i was doing Provisors, BNI, every single chamber of commerce, every single um, you know bar association, and then I realized in analyzing what I was doing, uh, you know what gives you the most bang for your buck, and so that tends to be Provisors, uh, Vistage, YPO, and Entrepreneurs Organization. And if it doesn't fall within one of those things, then I don't do it unless it's a speaking engagement. Okay, okay cool. <laughs> um, so no, that's great, and then. So you have a lot of experience in terms of these networking groups. I'm curious, like, what what were you going through? What challenges were you facing when you realized you needed to you needed to take such specific action in terms of, like, how you were going to promote your business, how you were going to meet new people? Like, what like what what were the challenges that you faced to to make you make those decisions? Well, you know, I run my own law firm and uh, I am responsible for bringing in 100% of my business. So even though I have, you know, some great attorneys who work with me, that's just not within their job description nor are they interested in bringing in business. So because it all falls on me, I knew that I had to get out there and basically start hustling. So, um, you know, when I first started, I was involved in all those different networking organizations and then most recently in looking at it, I'm like, okay, well, Provisors is the best uh, for me and what I do. EO, YPO, Vistage, and um, just general speaking. So yeah, the, the, the challenge though, I guess, to answer your question a little bit more specifically is being too involved in too many different things at once. You know, it's hard to create deep, long lasting relationships if you're only going to one meeting a year for each organization. So I thought I would um, drop everything else and just focus on those top things. Gotcha, and then in terms of like running a law practice specifically, like what are the challenges in terms of, of getting new business? Like, like you know, my, my business is different than yours. Like specifically for law firms, what, what is the challenge for you in terms of bringing a new business? Well, the challenge is it's never enough business. You know, I just hired a new attorney in November and now I have another 40 hours of week of work that I need to fulfill. So it's always that, you know, it's never, it's never, oh, I have the perfect amount of business and the perfect amount of 
work for my team. It's always, you know, feast or famine. So it, it's that healthy fear of always wanting to grow and have that growth mindset that you even mentioned before we got on this call. You know, how can I grow the business to the next level? Right. Yeah. And so in terms of the different organizations that you are a part of, what is the difference between, at least in terms of business development, in terms of like provisors and uh, EO and uh, uh, Vistage? So they're a little bit different with EO. You know, there are certain requirements you had have to meet one you have to be an entrepreneur or founder co-founder um, and really run the day-to-day -day and then also be doing over a million dollars a year in revenue and it's all entrepreneurs and i go there not to get clients but because i think of myself as an entrepreneur and so it's a good way to meet other business owners who are going through a lot of the same challenges all business owners go through, you know, do I hire, do I fire, do I take on this investor, do I, you know, do I get new office space or new manufacturing space or whatever kind of business you're in. So it's, it's a good way to talk about, we call it the highest 5% in life and in business and then the bottom 5% in life and business. You know, if, if you're being sued by one of your employees, you're not necessarily posting that on Facebook. And likewise, you know, if you're if you just land a million dollar a year client, you're not necessarily posting that on Facebook. So it gives you the opportunity to kind of discuss that. And then very similarly with Vistage, even though with Vistage, you're not required to be a, um, a founder. You know, they have different groups even for your key staff, which I think is great. Um, but there is still that, you know, threshold of revenue in order to join and it it's basically your board or your peer peer advisors who can talk to you about you know strategy and best things to do in your business i got you so it seems like for you provisors is where you're networking with prof professionals uh, providing value to them uh, building business that way and then your other groups are are more geared towards uh, you know building your business getting mentorship, getting advice, those kind of things. Exactly. Exactly. Cool. So in terms of like your work that you've done in Provisors, how long have, actually, how long have you been in Provisors now? I think it's been about four and a half years. Cool. So like since, since you be, you started and you began, like what's some advice that you could give to someone that's, that's just starting out? Like, what, what do you know now that you wish you had known when you had first started? You know, right when I joined Provisors, I met somebody who, um, who, another lawyer, and he does all um, startup company law. So every time, you know, somebody needs a round of funding or um, setting up a new business, he does that. And in our first coffee together one-on-one -on -one, he mentioned to me three different people he thought would be really good connections for me and even though he never brought in any business or himself like his law firm has never hired our law firm to do business the three connections he made for me early on have been so vital and i think that that's a good lesson of sometimes it's not the person who um who you're marketing directly to or who you're sitting down for coffee directly with who can be a good client but it's their network and so the three people he introduced me to 
all of whom have actually become my clients and all of whom I'm still very good friends with today. Um, and all of whom have brought me business tenfold in like the, in just the different areas. So, um, you know, I'm always trying to, to think just from a networking perspective of how I can connect other people, uh, not only for, you know, business to client relationship, but also who else would be a good connection just in general that can be repeat business with their network. Yeah. It, to me, it seems like it's a lot about just mindset in general. Like if you, if you have like a, if you're, if you're going in there looking for like immediate business or, you know, just to get some immediate return on it, that, that puts you in a, in a mindset that I think that kind of makes it hard for you to even have those kind of longer term perspectives. Yeah. And I really think it's about providing value, you know, like how can you provide the most amount of value to other people that you're networking with? Yeah. And I think that takes some intention, right? Like you almost have to sit down and block out some time to think about like, who did I meet today? What do they do? Who in my network can I, can I refer them to? Um, what can I help them with? And, um, and, you know, who else, who else do I know that I could put them in contact with that, that might help them out? Right. Exactly. Those are all great questions to think about. Yeah. And then, so what made you decide to go into three different groups? Is it really just so that you could just meet that many more people? So sort of, um, so I joined one group, one home group in Provisors and I loved it. And then, um, I ended up having a scheduling conflict with my Vistage group, so I asked to ch change groups. Um, and then I became a group leader in Provisors. I lead the East Valley Lawyers Affinity Group. It's a group of lawyers that meets once a month and lawyers get MCLE credit. And so when you join a second group, you get to automatically become a member or when you, um, when you become a leader, you automatically get to become a member of a second group. Oh, cool. And then because I was guesting so much and I wake up pretty much Tuesday through Friday every day and I'm in provisors, um, you know, I started guesting a lot in Corona. And I looked at my list for the year of how many referrals I've gotten from the various groups. And, you know, my home group, I had quite a few referrals from, um, but surprisingly I had nine referrals from Corona. And so they were actively looking to find an employment law lawyer to join their group. And I was like, that's not going to happen. I need to, <laughs> I love this group. There's a great group leader. It's a great, super fun, talented group of individuals. And so I decided to pay second membership fee in order to make that my third home group. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I, it just that I mean, it's pretty cool that you're in that many groups. So you're in you're in a provisors meeting pretty much almost every day. Yes, sometimes twice a day if I can guest in Boston or Dallas. <laughs> so and, and for those, you're, you're, you must be getting up pretty early to to do that, right? Because there are, are those at also at 730 Eastern time. And so it's. Yep. Wow. And my Boston lawyers affinity group that I love starts even earlier they start at seven their time so it's like 4 a.m our time but it's worth it oh that's cool no i, I mean I, I that's why i reached out to you because i was like man this is really it's really cool that you you've kind of just gone all in you know like some people are kind of on the fence 
not putting in a ton of effort and then i saw you who was just like you know it was just it was just cool so I, that's cool um so one other thing that i noticed you know after i you know noticed you through provisors i did go to your website and i noticed you know you're very intentional about having that media section on your website so like people can and when you click it it's like it's got videos the podcast appearances that you've been on you know when i asked you to come on this show you're very busy but you still made the time um, so again, like what, what is it that you know that, that allowed you to know that that was an important piece to your business to have that media section there and to, and to promote yourself, um, on these different uh, platforms? You know, I think it just kind of came natural in a sense because when COVID hit last year, you know, everything was going on zoom and my goal last year was to do a hundred speaking engagements. And I knew that come March, every networking association basically had to go on Zoom and had to pivot very fast. So um, I ended up taking home the sign from my lobby and putting it in my house <laughs> so that um, I could always be branding. And then, you know, I never say no to a speaking engagement. And I just think it's the most valuable thing, um, you know, and providing value to either our current clients or, you know, former clients or any way we can in order to get um, in front of people and to give them that value. I mean, we just did a webinar last week about vaccines because a lot of our clients as employment lawyers are coming to us asking if they can make the vaccines mandatory or if it's just voluntary and what are the rules and regulations behind it and so we did a free webinar to all of our clients of this is what you need to know with vaccines so we try to very much stay on top of things and to be honest platforms like this and zoom have made it so easy to continue to do your own videos i mean you know for less than a thousand dollars, you can have all the equipment you need in order to do videos. Um, and now most laptops come with their own cameras, so you don't even need to go out and buy a camera or a light. You know, you can get regular light. <laughs> so it's um, it's become so easy. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that I'm always encouraging people to because they just come up with so many different blockers as to why they don't don't do certain things. Um, I mean, I I know that getting on camera can be can be tough. Um, I, I know it was for me, um, but I ultimately I was I saw where the world was going with like social media and being able to, you know, get your word out. So I I just kind of jumped in. I made that commitment, but um, it is really easy now. And the other thing that's kind of cool about podcasting as well is that you know so you can take the video that you produce. Like this is this happens to be a video podcast. I do also publish it to the other to the audio um, platforms as well. But I can go through through the um, I can go through this at the end and like make up little clips. I can uh, I can make a clip of you saying something. It's it's not you know it could even be just like 60 seconds or 90 seconds of of you saying something uh, you know smart or intelligent about whatever we're talking about here. And then I can post that on my social media and then you know give that to you that you can post on yours. You can put it on your website. So there's all these different ways that if people are intentional about it they can they can use these opportunities well beyond just like trying to get subscribers to a, like a podcast or something like that right and it's always good to find ways to cross promote right like just like you're doing right now um 
we do this podcast, I send it to my network, you send it to your network, and hopefully, you know, things jive and we both get business from it or at least connections from it. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's that's the cool thing about you coming on here is that even though this isn't necessarily about your your law firm, although I'd love to talk a little bit about that at the at the end, you know, it's like you're able to give advice to other people and provisors about how they can better, you know, use the you know, use the platform to, to really grow their business. So, you know, when I talk to people about content, like content marketing specifically, a lot of the time they're always focused on getting their target market to see the content, which of course is a, is a, is a goal, but there's all these other people that you could be sharing the content with that may also benefit from it and see who you are, become aware of you, learn, learn what you do. You're also providing them value and it's just interesting how these networks can really form and the new opportunities with social media and all this kind of stuff to, to really amplify what you're doing in these smaller, well, I, not that provisors are small, but uh, I, I would say one thing that's interesting about provisors is that in, in some ways it is kind of like a small social network, right? And um, so there are a lot of opportunities in other networks like LinkedIn that, um, that people can really utilize that it's 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 a network the same way and um, you know people can really leverage stuff by posting content there posting videos there and creating awareness outside of just these professional networks as well absolutely so especially on linkedin i mean it's a great way to post anything and then have it either shared as long as it's providing value you know people share it and they like it and comment on it and that's what you want that engagement right exactly so um Outside of provisors, outside of the, the media appearances that you're doing, are there any other marketing activities that you've thought about doing or are or thinking about doing or um, outside of those other things? Um, having a good CRM helps. <laughs> <laughs> well, on, on that front, like just quickly, how, did, how has that helped you? So I use HubSpot, which I think is a phenomenal uh, resource. And it's a great way to stay engaged with your clients, stay in contact with them, because as your business grows, you know, the more people you have that want to listen to you or follow you, it's a great way to continue to provide value throughout. So that's been really, really helpful for us. And, and how do you use that specifically? Do you, do you keep track of basically everyone you come in contact with and keep notes on them? Like how, how in what detail do you use it? So basically, um, yeah, any time that somebody comes into contact with us, they get into our CRM system and, you know, I have different categories on where everybody is. But the most important thing I see of it is, you know, when the Department of Labor comes out with a new poster or a new Supreme Court case passes, or, you know, goes into effect, it's a great way to just shout out to everybody, hey, you know, all my clients are business owners. So, you know, if you're running a business, this is what you need to know. And I don't do like these big, long newsletters of, hey, this new attorney joined the firm or, you know, no, nobody cares. They just yeah. want, how does this affect my business? Right. And 
my my secret into drafting an email like that is basically i do a test run on my husband my husband runs a manufacturing business they have about 100 employees and like if it's not something he's going to read and it has to be like three sentences <laughs> nothing long or else his eyes are going to glaze over and he's going to delete it but if it's like Hey Steven, the Department of Labor just came out with this. If you have five or more employees, this is like you need to post this poster right now. Here's right. a link. You know, just something of value. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I know to you that sounds really basic, but I think that's like really important is like, you know, you're intentionally keeping it small and it's, it's going to give somebody like specific value really quickly. Because I will say like a lot of times I, I get added to newsletters all the time where I didn't necessarily ask to be, especially from LinkedIn. Like it's just all of a sudden I'm getting newsletters from people. And then it's just like three pages of all this stuff. And I'm like, man, it's like, that's ridiculous. So it's cool that you've, you've kind of narrowed that, narrowed that down. Cause I mean, it is email marketing and like all of these, everything that you, that you put into that email has to be like very specific and tailored down and just allows people to just, I mean, people are busy, right? So, you know. Well, cool. So, um, yeah. you know, I appreciate I appreciate you sharing this information. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do specifically and uh, where people can get a hold of you? Sure. So, I run an employment defense law firm. We're located in Pasadena, which is just outside of downtown Los Angeles, and we focus all on protecting and defending business owners. Everything from advice and counsel to uh, single plaintiff lawsuits, class action defense cases for wage and hour. Um, we handle, you know, sexual harassment cases, discrimination, anything along those lines. We are your one-stop shop for all of your employment law needs on the side of the business. Cool. And, and um, yeah, go ahead. And the, and the best place to get a hold of you? Our website is www.hacklerflynnlaw.com. And then our my email is cindy at hacklerflynnlaw.com. Our phone number here at the office is 323-247-7030. Very cool. Well, I will also link to that stuff, but just in case people are, are just listening, I appreciate you giving us those details. And again, I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day and I think you shared a lot of great information that uh, that can help a lot of people. So I appreciate you being on the show today. Thank you so much, Stephen. It's been so much fun.